Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. I had him take me inside and I confirmed that this file that he said was directly provided to the state crime lab was an 11 millibyte file, megabyte file, not four. So the information contained in the flash drive has was over double the size, almost three times the size as to what was emailed to me. When ADA Krause followed up to me with that email, forwarding me his email from Detective Howard, it was the same four millibyte file that I had gotten previously. So the Bill Attorney Whisker's email is compressing these files. That's not that's no, not our responsibility. Oh, I, I I didn't write Outlook software. You know what? I, 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 I forward. Excuse me. I forwarded. But well, wait a minute. I don't know if she had finished. No. Every other piece of evidence from the state crime lab in this situation has been provided to us via Dropbox. Dropbox provides an exact forensic copy of what they have. The file title name in this situation should have been exactly the same as the one provided to the state if it was the exact same copy. This is getting interesting. This is actually the trial where jurors have been asking questions in the case of Kyle Rittenhouse, and now there's the conversation of whether or not the prosecution altered video. This being the drone video that showed Kyle Rittenhouse running away from uh, that guy Rosenbaum, Joseph Rosenbaum, I believe his name is. And that video wasn't given to the defense in an adequate time frame. It was possibly, as the defense is discussing it, kept from them, and that's why they are filing for a mistrial. Now they have uh, this woman saying, look, I, I get this information, I label this information, I put this information back out, and now we have different sizes of files, and they aren't even the same names. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, great to be with you. 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. The judge is hearing this. This is uh, the prosecution, the defense. Let's bring it back up. All the videos that they worked on and the photos they worked on. The email from my personal Gmail account is the file that went to the state crime lab. I was told to bring it to the state crime lab. I was already home on Saturday. I did not have access to All right, anything. Uh, let you know a little bit. So they're going to cut to a break there from where I'm grabbing the feed. Did they alter a video? Did they want to show one thing one place and not show another thing another place? Did they not want to have information out that would be exculpatory in the case uh, for you know evidence that would help Kyle Rittenhouse? Man, uh, everywhere you turn and look, the prosecution is getting the living crap kicked out of it. Just kick Rochambeau'd. Unreal what it is that that we're seeing here. There is another trial going on, and that is the trial of Ahmed Arbery. I'm sorry, it's the Ahmed Arbery trial. He's not the one on trial. He is dead. The three men who went after him, they are now taking the stand. They're, and I believe one of them is acting as, as their own representation. Is that right, Ari? 
I'm not a hundred. He's. I know he's testifying on behalf of himself. I'm not sure he's his own representation. Okay. Just want to make sure I understand the, what's Your going on. Little of the neighborhood. They're claiming okay. they did not initially proceed. So I'm sorry. I'm getting two things at once there. This is this Ahmed Arbery case is extremely, extremely important, and it needs more of our attention. When you start reading more about it, this is the case in Georgia, and there's this guy, black man, he's hanging around the neighborhood, he's checking out new construction, he's been told to leave many times, he's an odd dude. But he walks around these new construction sites, did he steal anything from them? Uh, Maybe yes, maybe no. Now, maybe I haven't read enough, and no, absolutely, he stole this from a construction site and that from a construction site. Three people live in the neighborhood, two of them related. They're keeping an eye on the neighborhood. They're keeping an eye on things. They want to make sure everything's fine. They see this guy. They told him to leave before he won't leave. So they start following him. They start following him. The three guys in question are white. Not only are they following him, they won't let him leave the neighborhood. So now you got to ask yourself, what do you mean they won't let him leave the neighborhood? Was all of a sudden it's a false imprisonment? What in the world is going on here? They're following him with their truck and supposedly hit him with the truck. Who are you? What are you doing? They all are armed. Next thing you know, this guy's trying to get around the truck. They jump out. Two shotgun blasts, according to uh, the, the forensics. Either one of these shotgun blasts would have killed him. When the first one hit, and you could still actually see video where Ackman Arbery is trying to grab uh, the gun. As is described, he was basically already dead. He would have bled out. It was just a matter of time. That's how damaging the wound was. The second shot hit him in the, in the right armpit. I believe it was the right armpit and fractured bones. Just ripping the artery apart. The question before us is, if a guy is leaving, I understand you don't want somebody in your neighborhood who's, who's causing a scene or stealing things. I get this. But if the guy's leaving and you prevent him from leaving, all of a sudden you seem to have a whole lot of culpability on your side. You seem to be a problem. So this is Travis McMichael, one of the defendants in the case. Talk to him. You know, just just right. talk to him. It's, so what happened? So I get to him. Uh, I get between him and... His knife. Why did you do that? For safety. Okay. Just for safety. And they talked to him. Uh, I said, how you doing? And he's a friendly guy. And uh, I asked him if he's living down the bridge. He told us that he wasn't. He told us that he was living on a road off of Fancy Bluff Road in the neighborhood. I don't remember what the road was. And I told him, I said, you know, straight up, there's a bunch of stuff being stolen in this neighborhood. I'm seeing if there's anything down here. He said, no, I haven't seen anything. Okay. We looked around. I think my dad looked at some of the tarps. He said it wasn't his stuff. Um, I'm certain that he was living under that bridge. We didn't see anything. We when you said you didn't see anything, what were you looking for? I was just looking for if there was any purses or if there was any equipment, anything that obviously wouldn't, you know, if you see uh, boat motors or tackle boxes or, you know, anything, purses, anything that's just... Okay. It would be odd. I mean, I wouldn't pick it up and take it. What we did as soon as we left, uh, my dad called the non-emergency number and informed the police. They were aware, obviously, of what's been going on in the neighborhood and told okay. them, hey, there's a homeless person on this bridge. Check it out for us. All right, I'm going to stop you there. <clears throat> and just to be sure we're on the same page. 
checking for purses? I don't know. I don't even know what to do with that information. What you mean? You're checking for purses. You're uh, you you were you were gonna see whether or not he was taking something. Would you have known where that came from? Would 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 would, would you have known what to do if 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 you saw it? Oh Lord. This case is going to start getting real attention. It should. As for what's going on with Rittenhouse, dude, look, we were expecting a verdict. That's what we were expecting. We're set up for it. But what's been happening is questions to the jury, which some people say is not necessarily unexpected. Because one of the questions that was asked is, do we view the videos in private or in the courtroom? They wanted to look at the videos again. The defense has a real issue with this. And their issue is the video they want to watch is this drone video in question that is the video that is the basis of the defense's desire to call for a mistrial with prejudice. Now, a mistrial with prejudice means this, this is over and no prosecution. You don't get to bring it back. When it's with prejudice, that's what that means. That's what the defense wants, because first they engaged the conversation about a mistrial and said these, these the defense is entering things into evidence that we already said weren't allowed to be entered into evidence. That's that's reason for a mistrial. That was during the case. Now they're saying they didn't get this video evidence, this drone footage that shows Rittenhouse running away from his attacker. Yes, Rittenhouse had the gun. Doesn't mean that he can't be attacked, and Rittenhouse was indeed attacked. The video evidence shows this. Then as we we, we came into the show, that was happening live. I had not heard that earlier. That was happening live. It was, hey, when we get in this evidence, here's how I get it, here's how I label it, here's how I file it, there's a different size in the files. The the prosecution is saying, well, maybe it's compression. What do we know? It's hard to believe (laughs) that, that court cases are run like this. It's really incredible. So the pro so the defense wants a mistrial, and they may very well get it. Meanwhile, the jurors are they, they don't know maybe know about other these other things. They're asking questions. And they had asked this question about seeing the video and where they watched the video, and the judge said you can watch the video here in the courtroom. And now they've got more questions. We're not even hundred percent sure as of right now, at least where I'm getting my updates, what those questions may be. We had on um on on, on the show William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor. Uh, the mind behind legalinsurrection.com. And his commentary was, I can't even believe it's taken this long. This seems rather open and shut. The longer this goes, it could signal something pretty bad for Kyle Rittenhouse. Because this seems open and shut. And his argument was, it's more open and shut than what happened to George Floyd. And the George Floyd verdict came in faster. Which I thought was a pretty interesting commentary. So what happens if we don't get it today? What happens if this goes to day three? I think some people were a little shocked when evening came in Kenosha, Wisconsin. The judge said, you know what? Pack it up. Go home. We'll catch you tomorrow. And we said, oh, I guess it will not be a night of rioting in Kenosha, Wisconsin. But here we are, hours into this.
And they're still asking questions. Now, the first, there were these questions about the video, but one of the questions went to the idea of, can you tell us again about self-defense? Can you share with us what is the the, the statute regarding self-defense? Pretty interesting. They want to make sure that this rises to it. There are seven counts against Kyle Rittenhouse. uh, First degree reckless homicide, use of a dangerous weapon. First degree recklessly endangering safety, use of a dangerous weapon. First degree intentional homicide, use of a dangerous weapon. Attempted first degree intentional homicide, use of a dangerous weapon. It then goes back to another charge of the first degree recklessly endangering safety because there was the shooting of two people, actually three, but two people utilizing this charge. Possession of a dangerous weapon by a person under 18. This has already been dismissed by the judge. And then failure to comply with an emergency order from state or local government, which would apply to everybody who was there during the riot, including those people who were shot and killed. So wanting to make sure you knew the answer about um, self-defense, all right. All right, well, that's uh, that's something. I think that's a. I think someone could say, okay, that's a that's a rational question. They just want to make sure they've they've dotted the i's and crossed the t's and 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 done all all the things. I get it. I get it. Rational. The video I don't quite get, and it's why I remind people how we see it. Very very different than how it is seen in a courtroom. Very, very different in, in, in how they may have, they may see it, how they, how they feel about it. Whether or not the prosecution connected with them, very different for whether or not the prosecution connected with us. I, right? We, we, we have the chance to talk about these things. We have the chance to hear commentary about these things. The jury isn't getting those chances. The jury doesn't have those chances. So is there something that the prosecution could have put forward that really and truly connected with that jury? Is there something about the way Kyle Rittenhouse presented himself that makes the jury say, This guy is a jerk. Oh, oh, he's a slimy, smarmy, guilty son of a... I don't know. I don't know. We're all going to find out together. But I do think that William Jacobson is right about one thing. The longer this goes on, the more Kyle Rittenhouse has got to be, and his team have got to be worried. And and I think that's absolutely right. Now, producer Ari has been arguing that, you know, it's 14 days of, of, of trial. It's going to take him a few days to go through it all. I don't think that's actually the case. I don't uh, think that that's the, the correlation in the conversation. That, that's my take. I can appreciate producer Ari's take there. And it's that you want to be thorough and you want to take your time. 
I, I would want to be thorough and want to take my time. What we're looking at at the outside pressure on these juries, it's being reported that the protesters on the Capitol steps can be heard inside the courtroom. That is pressure. That is, in, 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 in many ways, bullying. That's a problem in and of itself. We already know that the judge is getting death threats. They're threatening to kill his kids. That is a problem. So we're going to keep our eyes on this. We're going to see if they have anything new to bring to it. Of course, we're covering uh, the Ahmed Aubrey case as well. In the meantime, it should be clear that the FBI was mobilized against parents. And that might be the biggest story of the day. I'm Tony Katz. Seventy-seat pickup, not happening. Eh, it could happen. Honestly, who's thinking this far ahead? All right, it's twenty twenty-two, not twenty twenty-four, so I can appreciate that. But seventy seats—that's what they're predicting. Republicans will pick up in the House of Representatives. Can we please not try and create a mindset that this is a fait accompli? Can we please? get people voting? Can we please make sure that people show up? And not only in 2022 and and, and get that train going and vote for people who make the most sense? Yes, there's a potential to pick up a lot of seats. As Rasmussen points out, they favor Republican, voters favor Republicans over Democrats by 13 points, 51 to 38%. Democrats are favored... uh, over Republicans among younger voters, black people, Democrats, and liberals. So Democrats and liberals uh, favor Democrats, which is shocking, yet true. I just don't want people to get complacent. Do not get complacent. And there's one thing to vote for Republicans. There's another thing to vote for Liz Cheney, who has a voting record, has a very conservative voting record. But she's decided to lose her mind. So who we vote for? The values they have, these things matter greatly, greatly, greatly. Because it's not just because they have an R after their name, don't you know. Do not get complacent. This goes the other way also. Man, Democrats have just, you know what, the bed. I mean, it's just all sorts of filthy. You're going to have to set that thing on fire and possibly move. I'm Tony Katz. So it really does seem like Merrick Garland lied. He lied about what was happening with parents. He lied about what was going on with the FBI because House Republicans have the documents. The FBI using counterterrorism to investigate and add threat tags to parents. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, so good to be with you. 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. Uh, a question for the parents out there. 
Do these things make you want to stop? Do you feel threatened? Do you want to no longer advocate for your kids at school? Have your school boards, have they been uh, with you or against you? Not that you have a disagreement. That's different. Disagreement is rational. Then you can vote people out and do things. I'm saying, are they preventing you from speaking? I get emails all the time. All the time. About They didn't allow me to do this. They didn't like what I was going to say. They, they silenced me. They're not letting the parents speak here, there, anywhere. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. Supposedly, Representative Ocasio-Cortez is in tears. Is she? This is because Representative Paul Gosar put out a video, and in the video, uh, she, you know, it was... It was an anime, and the anime has has her getting. I, I get hit with a sword. Right, that that that's what it has. It's an anime. It's it's ridiculous, and this has been a, become a whole thing, a whole thing about you know whether or not he should be censured and have his committees removed. The United States of America doesn't matter. That this chamber and what happens in it doesn't matter. And I am here to rise to say that it does. Our work here matters. Our example matters. There is meaning in our service. And as leaders in this country, when we incite violence with depictions against our colleagues, that trickles down into violence in this country. What about when you push for anti-Semitism and you support anti-Semites like Ilhan Omar or Jeremy Corbyn asking for a friend as Debbie Wasserman Schultz sits behind you? I wonder if she's ever asked that question. ...of human dignity and value and worth. So when we talk about, as mentioned in the resolution that these depictions are part of a larger trend of misogyny and racial misogyny, racist misogyny. All right, I'm done here. Listen to me, Representative Ocasio-Cortez. This video that was put out by Congressman Paul Gosar, a Republican from Arizona, I thought it was dopey. I thought it was dopey as sin. But if you think that this is about racial misogyny, you're a member of Congress and you... Better learn how to buck up, kid. No one should be in playing with you lightly because you're a woman or because you're a Latina. You're a congresswoman. Damn well act like it. Enough of this. Stop with the complaining and the nonsense. Woman up. As, as uh, uh, you know, they, they would say, I can't remember the character's name, in, in the show The Magicians... Ovary up. Handle your business. Stop pushing everything. Oh, it's because I'm a woman. Oh, it's because I'm Latina. It's because you have garbage policies. It's because you are a socialist fool. It's because you promote Bernie Sanders and the communism. That hurts all of us. You're the problem. Your policies are the problem. That's the the better way to say that because that's the true way to say that. The video is dopey. The video is dopey.
I agree to that. But no one's talking about slaying you. They're talking about slaying the policies. And until you condemn in every strong voice people who go to baseball practices and try to kill Republicans, I don't know if I want to hear from you. And I'm sure as buddy hell not going to listen to you tell me about how it's misogyny and, oh, it's racial misogyny. Live up to the promises that we make our children. I, I live up to the promises I make my children every day, and it's by teaching them not to be a communist like yourself. Bad policies, childlike policies, and you come across like a child. Every single time. I wouldn't have made the video. But holy cow, do you not know how to respond to it like a strong woman? You really don't. You don't have it. It's embarrassing. I would appreciate it if you would speak with this level of passion about how parents are being treated by the FBI. Jackie Walorski speaking now. Or his staff. And let me be clear, I condemn all acts of violence. In fact, I'm a recent victim of violence. Just a few months ago, a political activist attempted to run me over with his car. When this happened, I immediately contacted law enforcement. If members of Congress anywhere, anytime feels threatened, they should contact the police. Unfortunately, this posted video is not the first video or statement by a member of Congress inciting or depicting violence. Members on both sides of the aisle have made choices that I surely wouldn't have made. But as the ranking member of the House Ethics Committee, I find myself on the floor now for the second time this year to address an issue that has been referred to ethics, but which has seen no committee process before coming to the floor for a vote. Yesterday afternoon, the majority party drafted this resolution and scheduled this debate and floor vote today. The House Ethics Committee has had no time to consider this matter through the Ethics Committee process. And there is a process. The nonpartisan staff should have had the time to research and gather information. And the committee members should have had conversations before making a decision on whether and how to move forward with any further investigation. The chairman claims to have reached out to schedule an emergency committee meeting last night. But reality is that he did so at a time when we had just been notified to appear on this resolution in front of rules last night. Just for the record, The majority controls when this resolution was introduced, when the Rules Committee meeting was scheduled, when the Ethics Committee meets, and when the resolution comes to the floor for a vote. If there's a scheduling conflict or an excuse as to why we're standing here today rushing this to the floor, then it's a conflict that was totally intended by the majority. So here we are today voting to remove a representative from his committee and censure him on the House floor. Traditionally, members are placed on committees by their own party, and they're removed from committees by their own party. Yet this majority has broken precedent, again, removing the second Republican member, this Congress, from their committees. 
Let me just say again, members on both sides of the aisle have made choices that many of us would not have made. But by rushing this vote to the floor today and ignoring the institutional process, the majority is setting a precedent again. They may not serve this institution well in the future. And I reserve the balance of my time. That's Representative Jackie Walorski of Indiana. Always liked her. I'm not going to listen to Ted Deutsch. I, I, I love you too much to do that. Listen to how they debate this. How we treat each other is of paramount importance. It matters what we do here. You don't think it matters what the parents do out there? Yet Merrick Garland is utilizing the DOJ and the FBI to go after them. You'll forgive us, dear members of Congress, if we laugh at you for being the damn holy fools that you are. You dare make this argument that what's happened with a video, a nonsense video from Paul Gosar, matters more than what's happening to parents all across the country? Which part of go to hell do you need to hear first? The evidence shows a joint message from Criminal Investigative Division and Counterterrorism Division that threat tags called EDU officials was created to track instances of related threats, meaning that the FBI has been told to look at this. There is no evidence of credible threats, but he has mobilized the FBI Counterterrorism Division to use these tools to investigate track and tag parents. You want me to be upset about a video? I, I, I refuse. I don't let a woman who befriends anti-Semites to lecture to me about decency. I don't give a damn what you think about Ocasio-Cortez. She may be a good friend to some, but man, she's got a lousy taste in friends. She hangs with bigots. She supports bigotry. She pushes policies that ruin the Midwest. And she mocks the Midwest. And now I'm supposed to pretend that this video from Representative Gosar is the end of days? Parents come before members of Congress. Take your emotions and shove them. You count less. You're the elected official. It comes with the territory. I don't think the video is smart, and I don't mind uh, that. I, I wouldn't even mind if there was a censure of Representative Gosar. 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 Sorry, not Gosar. Sorry. Loses committees. That's ignorantly stupid. Considering that anti-Semite Jew-hating bigot, Ilhan Omar, remains. And none of it matters if parents are going to be under threat from their own government. So I had asked the question. I asked the question, do parents... Do parents take a look at what is happening with the FBI and the Attorney General and say, I'm not going to speak out anymore because, you know, it could hurt my kid, it could hurt me, oh, they're after me, etc., etc.? I, I haven't met any. I haven't met any that are saying, oh, I can't talk now. Oh, I can't say anything now. I, 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 haven't, I haven't seen that. 
But maybe it's happening. Maybe it's happening and I don't realize it. It would be frightening if it was. And I, I'm here to tell you now is the time to be brave. Now is the time to double and redouble your, your efforts. It's extremely important. Now is not the time to give up. Now is the time to keep going. Now is the time to keep moving. Now is the time to be brave. It's incredibly important that as they are coming after you and they are attacking you, you stick with it. Your kids are worth it. They deserve this. They deserve you fighting for them and protecting them, even if it's from themselves. Because very often that's what you need to do. You're protecting kids from themselves. Remarkably important stuff. And understand how much these people are opposed to you having a say in your kid's education. Listen to how they talk about you when you talk about critical race theory. Listen to how they speak about you in this way. Oh, hold on a second. Representative Gosar speaking. Of illegal aliens already in this country. This is what the left doesn't want the American people to know. Our country is suffering from the plague of illegal immigration. I don't stop pointing this out, nor will I. Millions of illegal aliens, drugs, and human traffickers are being led in and moved around our country in the dead of night, all condoned by this administration. For this cartoon, some in Congress suggest I should be punished. I have said decisively, there is no threat in the cartoon other than the threat to immig- the immigration poses to our country. And no threat was intended by my staff or me. The American people deserve to have their voices heard in Congress. No matter how much the left tries to quiet me, I will continue to speak out against amnesty for illegal aliens. Well, I guess an apology doesn't do anymore. Meanwhile, the left... In this case, Tara Setmeyer of the Lincoln Project wants you to know what she thinks of parents talking about critical race theory. Why should our kids pay for the sins of their ancestors? But they're not. So it's so about that. It's ridiculous. I know they're not, they're but it not. doesn't matter. We're talking about kids. race. A lot of it is about race okay. and culture issues. So Democrats are very bad at arguing, and Republicans are very good at fueling and manufacturing outrage. So it's the new so southern strategy. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. We at work so it's all the, based on race. We at the Lincoln Project pointed that out in the Virginia race. Yeah. That critical race theory is the new N-word for yes. Republicans and the, and the southern strategy okay. in 2021. So the FBI is coming after you, tagging you, tracking you. The Department of Justice is doing the same. The school boards are against you. And now the political left wants to put into the the sphere that if you oppose critical race theory, it's just you banding about the N-word. Soccer moms. You voted for these people. Don't you get they hate you? They hate you. They don't want you to speak. They don't want you to have a voice. They want you to sit down, shut up, and give up your kids. Now is the time to be brave. Fight. I'm Tony Katz.